1: Edition of MLB DFS Quick This will be your Wednesday, May 3rd edition. And I hope everybody had a fun Tuesday because my goodness, that was some entertaining baseball, especially in the MLB DFS world. It was literally dongs for days. It was home run after home run after home run after home run. There were double dongs everywhere. It seemed like the guys we were targeting were all going off. The pitchers we liked, almost all of them, pitched. Great, almost. Uh, Tyler Chatwood was one of the most infuriating things I've ever seen. He throws five no-hit innings, leads off the sixth by walking the pitcher. So that's when you already know things are about to go bad, when you walk the pitcher. And then the implosion takes place. But yeah, outside of that, Chris Sale, that's why you pay for Chris Sale. Uh, I was so nervous. We were recording the Around the Bases Episode 10 podcast. It's available on all our, our sources. Please check it out. And myself and Mo were both watching the game at the same time. And as he throws behind Mookie Betts, we both just basically stop recording and start talking about it. And I'm sitting there going, oh, I have way too much Chris Sale to be um, having this happen right now. Uh, Paxton was a little disappointing indeed, but Quintana, Santana, Cahill, just beautiful there in the bats. Great night. Great night. And then we move to Wednesday where this slate is just disgusting you obviously there's gonna be tons of bats the pitching is tricky as tricky can be it's gonna be a lot of rolling the dice upside guys that can get blown up in a matter of seconds but also have big k upside is what we're looking for in tournaments because we want those strikeout points to especially offset you know if they give up three or four runs but if you give me eight plus strikeouts it's gonna offset things pretty well Uh, we're looking for that upside And then um, there are bats for days, so we're not worried about that. Um, Looking at the weather real quick, wind is blowing out hard right field, potentially in uh, in the New York Yankees-Toronto game in the Bronx. Blowing in from center field in uh, Kansas City between the White Sox and the Royals. Uh, It's pretty, pretty likely the Brewers-St. Louis game in St. Louis will be postponed. Kevin Roth already came out with this forecast, saying there's flash flood warnings there all day, it's raining all day, and during the game... During the hours of the game, it's 100% chances of rain. No, Nothing's been announced officially, but don't be surprised if we get a postponement prior to the game. So that might knock us down to a 14-game slate, which I'm fine with. Um, Oakland, Minnesota, and Minnesota, and Chicago, White Sox, Kansas City also have slight chances of rain, but nothing to worry about too much according to Kevin Roth, which is great. And then um, one thing he didn't really mention, but I was looking at, Philadelphia and Chicago in Wrigley. We've been dealing with a lot of wind blowing out there. Um, nothing's official yet. I haven't seen a total come out yet, but reports are some wind blowing in anywhere up to close to 10 to 15 miles an hour potentially, which is great. And um, it's supposed to be in the mid to low 40s, really cold pitcher's environment. So Arrieta and Eikhoff could be in play. I didn't target them on the slate tonight, but if... Um, The weather comes out and it's pretty favorable. I don't main them as a late GPP option. I will definitely throw that out there, especially Ikoff a little cheaper. But um, it's real dicey, but this whole slate's dicey. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, Totals on the board, Jays, Yankees, 8.5. Diamondbacks, Nationals, 8. Orioles, Red Sox is our high total of the day at 9. Pirates, Reds, 8.5. Indians, Tigers, 8. Marlins, Rays, 8. Mets, Braves, 8. A's Twins 8.5, Rangers Astros 8.5, Sox Royals 8, Brewers Cardinals 7.5, and And Rainy Rockies Padres 8, Giants Dodgers 7, Angels Mariners 7.5. So, decent totals, but nothing too crazy. Only the high one in Baltimore, and there's going to be fireworks there too if you missed anything last night. Very good chance things are going to pop off there tonight. It'll be on MLB Network if you don't have the local feeds. But let's get to our pitching on tonight's slate, and bear with me. I'm going to name some guys, and like yesterday, I was pretty hard and steadfast in the guys I liked, and I'm going to give you guys to decipher through, and I'll tell you the guys I like a lot, but you're going to need to just kind of, I'm going to point you in the right direction, and you're going to have to kind of decipher from there, because most of these are are gambles. There's There's a handful I really do like, though. And on a night that's as bad as this, you might, as much as I hate doing this, you might have to pay for pitching. And um, one of them is Carlos Carrasco of the Cleveland Indians. He's $10,700, and he's at the Detroit Tigers, which is scary to begin with. But hopefully being at Detroit will, you know, lower the uh, ownership of him because people, A, saw what Detroit did yesterday and um, against the Klubot. And... Um, They'll stay away, but Carrasco's off to a great start to the year, 204 ERA, .79 whip. He's striking out seven or more in three or four starts. Um, He's already faced Detroit once this year, six and two-thirds, two earned runs on four hits, but he walked five that game. Outside of that game, he has zero, one, and zero walks, so when he's not walking, guys, he has been outstanding, but overall this year, he's given up no more than three earned runs in any start. That was his last start in Seattle. And that was when he gave two home runs, the most home runs he's given up in any start. But overall, he's looked really, really good this year. And that was a concern I had coming into the season because I know how healthy he was. Uh, his DraftKings price has pretty much, you know, steadily gone up and stayed in the 10s now in his last few starts. The thing with Detroit, this is this we're starting dicey out the gate. So Detroit, they strike out uh, over 22% of the time. It's right on the pitching. Good. But they hit right-handed pitching very well. We mentioned that with Verlander, but Verlander did just fine. So it's just, it's just a matter of uh, how you – or never mind. I'm talking about the Klubot. The Klubot got shelled. So the, it, you pick your poison. Uh, Carrasco's striking out over 25% of the batters he faces. He's striking out, um, I believe, his career against the Tigers I was reading – He's striking out like 26 or 27% of Tigers in the Tigers lineup he's faced. Their WOBA as a team against them is like 285 to 290, which is outstanding. So he's he's done very well against this Tigers lineup in the past. Um, the slate's that bad. I'm trying to take every grain of salt we can find to give us the best possible pick. It's not like last night where things were a little more cut and dry. This is bad tonight. So Carlos Carrasco at ten seven albeit he's pricey, he's got tremendous strikeout upside, which I like a ton, and um, he's a heavy favorite, he's a minus 160 favorite, which we definitely like as well, because he's going up against uh, Matty Boyd, so hopefully Cleveland can give him some run support in that one, and give him a W as well, Ten seven. we don't like paying for pitching, but uh, tonight we might have to, Another one is Jacob Degrom at ten four in Atlanta, that hitter's haven, which is scarier than scary can be right now. And i don't, this is yeah tough one. Degrom has been outstanding this year two eight four ERA one one seven WHIP, and he's striking out everybody. He's got three straight starts of ten or more strikeouts, and he's coming off at a, a great start in Washington seven innings six hits three earned twelve Ks. Um, he's been just great this year, but he's, he's only faced Washington and Miami um, in this three starts. So all three starts though, over 10 K's uh, no more than three earned runs in any of those starts. He had one bad start against the Nats at home where he walked six. Other than that, just one walk in the other two starts, seven, seven innings in those two good starts. It's just scary. Atlanta's clicking, clicking well. Um, Degrom. Let's start with Atlanta, striking out about 20.5% of the time against right handed pitching. Woba of 322, uh, 265 average versus right handed pitching. We got uh, DeGrom, or we got Atlanta, I mean, with uh, a 390 implied team total. Right handed batters are struggling mightily against DeGrom, but lefties are hitting at 313. Uh, teams are only getting a Woba of 299 against him, which is good. He's, he's shutting them down in that respect. So I think he's still a good play. It's just that the way that ballpark's playing is just a scary predicament. But on a night like tonight with that K upside, thats what we're, we're looking for the K upside. Like I said, DeGrom's striking out uh, 25.6% of the batters he's facing. And um, it's, it's good potential for a big night for DeGrom. He's got to keep Freddie Freeman in check, which no one's been able to do this year and uh, Kemp's hot and Enciarte, so it's a tough, tough task, but definitely one worth monitoring. We go down to Julio Urias of the Dodgers at 8500 bucks. I have yet to uh, use him yet this year, given this is only his uh, second start of the year, but the price tag is 8800 last time, but he did go five and two-thirds, but he only got you 14 points. He had four walks as part of the problem, but he did go 90 pitches, which was a good sign to see. I was concerned last time when we recorded about him that I didn't know what his pitch count would be. Um, I didn't know how many innings they let him go. If they're going to let him go 90 to 100 pitches, it just depends on control, which I mentioned last time. That was his problem last year. He couldn't get deep into games because he was walking guys. That was his biggest problem. The stuff was there. Four hits, one earned, four Ks. He just has the issue of walking guys. Uh, Giants, again, can't hit lefties very well. They did hit Wood on Tuesday. Uh, a lot of that I could contribute to Joe West behind the plate where you basically have the strikes on the size of a P. So it's, it's always a hitter's paradise. But um, Urias at 8500 bucks, it's, it's too pricey for my blood. But again, on this slate, worth a look. But I might go elsewhere and roll the dice on some cheaper options. But uh, definitely worth a look. Here's one that I'm going to gamble on for sure. I will have some exposure here. We're going to Drew Pomeranz of the Boston Red Sox. $8,100 at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Pomeranz uh, faced Baltimore a couple starts ago. Five and a thirds, five hits. Two earned. Four Ks for 11.8 DraftKings points. His first start of the year was at home. Six innings, four hits. One earned. Six Ks for 24.5 DraftKings points. Averaging 18.6 DraftKings points per, per start um besides that start in baltimore he's gotten six and more k's in every start he's got great strikeout stuff he likes to nibble on the corners and that can be his his detriment Um, if he's not locating well his pitch count rises fast and he's gone but we've seen how baltimore is against left-handed pitching they're not good and it's not just a chris sale thing they're not they hit right-handed pitching better than lefties it's like a broken record but Pomeranz is striking out almost 27% of the batters he faces. And Baltimore striking out almost 26% of the time. He's a minus 140 favorite going into the game. Uh, Baltimore's Woba is only 280 against him. He's, it's, it's a great spot for him. Most people will be scared off by this matchup, I would, I would assume. I would hope. Um, his, Baltimore's implied team total is 4 to 7 which is middle of the pack. a little higher on the pack, but... Righties and lefties are both hitting below 300 against Pomerans this year uh, opponents uh, are Baltimore's Wobas 279 against lefties and ISOs 123 both below average this statistics wise all lines up for drew Pomerans everything's in line for a very very good start out of all the crappy pictures pitchers tonight this is one that at least lines up now does that always work out we know it does not but all things considered in a perfect storm. This is a good matchup and he's relatively priced, 8100 bucks. He could go get us, you know, 6 innings, go get us 6 to 8 Ks, give up a couple runs, give me 15 to 20 points. I will take it tonight because on a night like tonight that could be a really really good start. Moving on, now it gets really entertaining. This is where we mix and match. I like Carrasco a lot. I like DeGrom a lot. They both have their, you know, scariness to them. But tremendous upside. Tremendous upside with those two arms. 25 plus point upside with both those arms. So no doubt there. Just very, very, very scary. And I really like Pomerans. Now it gets interesting. I'm not going to mention Wainwright. I'm not going to mention Anderson. Because that game's very, very likely to get rained out. I do like... Both with upside strikeout I like Anderson more than Wainwright. Anderson's been more consistent. I'd go Anderson if we had to go somewhere in that game. But we're going we're gonna to move on from St. Louis. We're going to Chucky. Charlie Martin, $6,900 at home against the Texas Rangers. Mentioned him his last start out against the Oakland A's with that K upside. What do you do? 7 innings, 5 hits, 4, 12 strikeouts. You see... This is where strikeouts are key. This is why I'm bringing this up. That tonight we are looking for K upside. He gave up four runs and five hits, but he didn't walk anybody. He struck out twelve. He still got you thirty-one point six points. Strikeouts. That's what we're looking for tonight because there are going to there's going to be offense. There's no avoiding this tonight. So we're looking for K's. Um, Chucky's not the biggest strikeout guy in the world, but uh, in three of his four starts six or more Ks we'll take all of that right now uh, going up against the Texas Rangers who where did they go they're who strike out 20.6 percent of the time against right-handed pitching Charlie Morton's striking out 25.4 percent of the batters he's facing sure. It's a little on the scary side of things, but Vegas agrees with us a bit here because Texas is the one, two, three, four, about the seventh lowest implied team total, 3.84. Uh, righties are hitting him better than lefties. Uh, there are a lot of lefties in that Texas lineup, so keep that in mind. He's got that good heavy sinker. They got about a league average Woba, a pretty good ISO, so a lot of power, which we'd expect in that lineup. Ball was flying out of there last night, so it's heating up. All across the country, I keep bringing that up. ball's going to keep flying. So it's a dicey play, but it's 6900 bucks. What did you expect you're going to get at this price tags now? But the K upside is there. He's striking out a ton of guys. Texas strikes out at a decent clip. Um, he's got a good, uh, he's favored in this matchup. Yeah, heavy favorite. Minus 170 in this matchup. So good chance to get the W according to Vegas, which we're looking at early on. Charlie Morton at $6,900, definitely a decent gamble. And this one goes against Nick Martinez and the Texas Rangers. Tampa Bay is at home against the Miami Marlins. This one is really probably one of the biggest GPP gambles I've thrown your direction. Nah, I've thrown some worse ones probably. But Blake Snell. Blake Snell of the Tampa Bay Rays. I had to look at it some more because I couldn't believe it myself, but he's actually not been that bad. 3-4-2 ERA, 1-4-8 whip. The kid's problem is his dang control. Three walks, five walks, two walks, three walks. Um, he just gets into trouble. Six hits, three hits, seven hits, two hits, but he's given up two earn, three earn, one earn, no earns. He just doesn't get past five innings. He's... They don't look like they let them go much more past, you know, 90 to 95 pitches. But maybe they'll start with that leash off. But 6700 bucks, And the real kicker is Miami. Everyone's got the caveat that Miami just rakes left-handed pitching. No, they don't. Marcelo Zuna and Giancarlo Stanton rake left-handed pitching. Yes, yes, they do. And Martin Prado does a little bit as well. So if you can get past, you know, the top three guys in the lineup, Okay. The rest of the order is horrible against left-handed pitching. Horrible. As a team, they strike out over 21% of the time. They have a blow average to bad WOBA of 296 and a team average of 250. So, what we're looking at with here, Blake Snell. Blake Snell strikes out 22.4% of the batters he faces. But like I said, he's walking 13.4% of the batters. Not good. But he's a favorite in this game against Conley and this is strictly a gpp dice roll can he control the top of the order and not walk guys if he cannot walk guys he not if he can just not walk guys he's not a bad gpp player on the other hand you have adam conley against the Tampa Bay Rays at 6300 dollars he strikes out almost 21% of the batters he faces but he also walks 10%, 10.7% of the batters he faces But Tampa Bay strikes out 28.2% of the time against left-handed pitching. And yes, Tampa has an average Woba and a two-fifty average, just like Miami. But the difference with Tampa, every batter in the Tampa lineup, at least the projected lineup, who knows what's coming out. But every batter in that lineup, especially with Longo out, if Longo's out, it's even bigger. Every batter in that projected lineup, Strikes out 20% or more against left-handed pitching. We've seen Adam Conley be good before. Really good. We've seen him be really, really bad also. So Conley and Snell, both scary. And Snell, we we know Conley can go longer into games than Snell. So there's a little bit on the good side there. But... Both are scary plays. I blame you not if you use none of them. You're probably a smarter man if you don't. But, like Cahill last night, and like others in the past, if one of these two has a big night, if, it's glorious. If they don't, you know, your night's probably over. But, like, if you have one lineup, don't use these guys, obviously. But if you have a good amount of lineups... Sprinkle some of these in just to see what's going on, because if one of these two has a big night, they're going to be solo owned. That's it, it. Good things, just good things. I'm just telling you. There's on a night like tonight, you got to find the little little gems, and there's potential there to be a little gem. I'm talking little, but you never know. You got to, you know, the whole cold a diamond thing, right there. Last but not least, as I keep babbling on. Uh, and somehow he's priced cheaper than all of them, and I like him better than them all. Antonio Sensatella, we love him. Colorado Rockies, 6200 bucks. Not the biggest strikeout arm, but just keeps getting it done. Great ground ball to fly ball. Um, he's going 6-plus. He only went 6 in his last start, but he's gone 7-plus in the rest. Three of his four starts have been in Colorado, and he still has an ERA of 2.81. He's given up no more than four runs in any start. Like I said, three of four have been in Colorado. Kid's been outstanding. Outstanding. Going up against the Padres. uh, let's not mention giving Chatwold would no hit him for 5 freaking innings he blew it himself but they strike out over 26% of the time against right handed pitching uh, below 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 average like horrible low against right handed pitching and a 227 average against right handed pitching they're bad really bad Sensatella he doesn't strike out many guys like I said but uh, doesn't walk many either it's basically a pick'em and the Padres are bad Cheap as hell. I like him a lot tonight um, on a night with really, really, really bad options. I think Sensatella is a really good play. The upside, if he's not striking out guys, isn't huge. But he's shown he can still go six, seven innings and limit the damage to one or two runs, get you three or four Ks, and he's still getting you 20-plus points at that price point. That's huge. So Sensatella, definitely in play. But yeah, as you can tell, I'm not nearly as excited. As I was yesterday talking about this slate, and that was just a jumbled mess of pitching options for you. I couldn't even form that. I was as good as I could form your pitching options because that putting that together yesterday, last night, and then looking at it again this morning was just I couldn't eat breakfast. I'll tell you that much. So Carrasco ten seven, Degrom at ten four. Urias, I just the price tag is just still too much at eighty five for my taste. Um, we're gonna skip over the St. Louis Milwaukee game. We'll go Charlie Morton at 69, who I like a lot. That's probably my my top option at the low price range. We're starting at um, oh, I, I skipped over Drew Pomeranz 81. Love Palm. I wouldn't mind a Pomeranz Morton lineup, but I don't think you're gonna need to go that cheap. You know, if you don't want to gamble too much, I could go Carrasco. I could pick from Carrasco to Grom, Palmerans Morton, and Sensatello. If you just want a, a, a list of pitchers I like a lot. Just go right there. Just leave it at that. Carrasco, DeGrom, Palmerans, Morton, Sensatella. There's your pitchers. Now, if you want to gamble, Snell and Connolly are gambles. And then don't forget the weather in Chicago. I'm serious about that. I might pivot later in the day if the weather keeps getting colder and windier. I might get some exposure to Chicago, the Cubs, uh, to Arietta and potentially Ikoff just because It bodes well, but we'll see. I might not change my mind. We will see how that goes. Let's get to the bats. Catchers, Evan Gaddis, 4K against Nicky Martinez. Like Salvi Perez, he let us down for the first time in a while yesterday, but that happens in baseball. He's 37 against Pelfrey. Royals are definitely in play against Mike Pelfrey. Uh, Buster Posey against Urias, 36. Russell Martin is kind of slowly hitting the ball. Toronto's definitely starting to hit the ball. Against CC Sabathia, righties are hitting Sabathia very well this year, thirty-five hundred dollars. Brian McCann against Martinez, thirty four hundred is in play. Um uh, Yasmani Grandal against Samarja is a solid, solid, solid play at thirty two hundred dollars. Samarja just not that good at baseball. He's he's not bad, he's just not great. And Grandal hits righties very well. Uh, if you're not using Carrasco, Avila, how's this price tag go up against Carrasco? I don't get. It. He's up to thirty one hundred bucks now. Oh, draft Kings. Uh, Jason Castro, I mentioned using him yesterday. He went yard. He's twenty nine hundred against Grayman. Graveman's numbers are good. He's you know velocity's up this year. I like him. I got him in season long leagues and stuff. But he's given up a lot of hard contact. We will be on the Twins again tonight. Uh, Castro, nice cheap catching option at twenty nine hundred bucks. Uh, either as a one-off or a part of a, a deeper twin stack. You can go short twin stack, which I love, but if you want to go deeper, Castro can be a part of it. And that could just about Oh, uh, then you got here and all your well, brewer's cards are pretty much done. So yep, that'll just about do it for your catches. First base. D backs are facing a right a left handed pitcher. I don't care. Geo's been really good this year, but. Give me some Goldschmidt. $4,900. He's hit Geo very well in his career. and uh, Yeah, he has hits period. So Goldie below 5K is always nice. $4,900. He got the hand ram. I told you I absolutely loved him yesterday. He's on fire right now. He double-donged over the monster. I don't think he's going to double-dong again today, but I like him a lot again. Galsman gets raped by right-handed hitting. Raped. Crushed. Give him tons of hard contact, home runs, hand Forty eight hundred bucks price that keeps going up. Joey Votto, three run homer, loved him. He's hitting well. He's forty eight hundred bucks against Tyon. Freeman's been our guy every day facing Degrom at forty eight hundred. Uh, Miggy Cabrera's came back first day off the DL. He went yard. He's forty seven hundred. Ryan Zimmerman, I think he'll be sneaky low owned. Uh, Robbie Ray, who we are a big fan of, but we're not using him tonight. Good K upside. But in Washington against that offense, uh, righties are hitting him very well this year. Nationals have a lot of good right-handed bats. One is Ryan Zimmerman hitting him in the middle of that order. Zim at 4700 bucks with all those names I just mentioned on top of him will get overlooked. So keep Zimmerman in mind if you want a lower-priced, high-upside first baseman today. Lower, or I mean lower-owned, high-upside first baseman right there. Will Myers, 4,600 against Sensatella. He just keeps producing. Very solid, solid start to the year for Myers. Jose Abreu, 4,300 against Nate Carnes. White Sox are in play against Carnes today. Right-handed bats are hitting uh, hitting Carnes way better than lefties. They're hitting them really hard this year. Abreu, small sample, but four for nine. Those four hits, are all extra bases, three doubles and a home run. Crush Davis will skip. Mike Napoli will skip. Edwin Encarnacion versus a Lefty is only $3,900. I know Edwin's having a slow start to the season, but um, DraftKings is drunk because Edwin versus Lefty is always a beautiful thing. Facing Matt Boyd at 3900 bucks is crazy. And, wow, Carlos Santana, first-base outfield eligible is 3800 bucks. Wow, DraftKings, what are you doing? Okay, I'm going to preface this because if you look at their team stats, pulled them up again real quick. Um, As a team, they don't strike out much against left-handed pitching, but they have a a below average Woba and a 220 batting average. So they don't hit lefties very well. Matt Boyd's not your average lefty, so I'm definitely not pitching him against them. And these price tags are just, they're almost too good to pass up. I'm just going to throw that out there. I definitely might have a, an Indian stack out there because whoo 3,800 bucks for Santana and 39 for Edwin Matt holiday against Marcus Stroman, 3,900 bucks. Stroman's given up a lot of hard contact. uh, His Woba against is very high this year. He's pitching well, he's limiting damage, but they're hitting him hard. So keep that in mind, 3,900. You got the Haas 3,800 against Pelfrey. That whole Royals lineup has some very good history against Pelfrey. So, uh, yeah, we haven't been stacking the Royals too much. We've been talking about them a little more lately. They're kind of, sort of, maybe heating up. Hawes might be in play tonight. Mark Reynolds, 3800 bucks against Weaver. Weaver's pitching in San Diego. Too bad it's not Coors, but it might be good enough. Uh, Kendris Morales against Sabathia, 3700 is in play. Albert Pujols against Iwakuma. Iwakuma pissed us off last time he pitched. We'll target him again. Pujols, 3700 bucks is definitely in play. Um, Posey, I already mentioned him. Mitchie Twobags against Gausman at 3500 Ryan Healy against the lefty Santiago. First base, third base, eligible 3400 A little A's stack will be cheap and under-owned against the lefty um, Santiago today. A's against left-handed pitching. Uh 311 it's above average and a really good, uh, almost... And the upper echelon tier, 263 team batting average against left-handed pitching. So we will be looking at some A's, bats. They'll be lower-owned, kind of under-the-radar stack against Santiago. Uh, If you're going to fade Palmerans, Trey Mancini of Baltimore is one of the few guys that can hit left-handed pitching. Basically Machado, Mancini are kind of the few guys you do target in that lineup. He's first base outfield eligible at 34. Uh, Josh Bell, Pittsburgh stack is in play. Rookie Davis, the worst pitcher on the board tonight. Rookie uh, Josh Bell, 3,300. Yuli Guriel hitting very well for the Astros at 3,300. There's so many first basemen. It's just not fair. So many. Jay Bruce continues to rake double dong again, won a Grand Slam, and he's still so cheap. He's first base alpha eligible against Big Bart, Big Sexy, 3,200 bucks. Get him in your lineup. I don't care if it's first or outfield. I'll probably go outfields. So you can see he's one of the big first baseman bats. But my goodness, that is too cheap. Too cheap. That's just wrong. 3200 bucks. Cody Bellinger at 3100 bucks. Get him while you can. He is raking. He's hitting everything. Um, and he's going to be getting sent down to the minors here pretty soon. So enjoy it while you got it. But he's been on fire. I can't blame you for using him. $3,100. The kid is legit. And we talked about it on the Around the Bases pod last night. Uh, the Dodgers are foolish. Foolish for sending them down. He's better than any outfield option they have right now. Any outfield option. And money's not an issue for L.A. So, just foolish. And then Tampa Bay versus a uh, lefty. Ricky Weeks will be batting cleanup at 2,600 if you want to roll that dice. not much. He's so inconsistent. You're really praying for a home run is what you're praying for. But go for it if you want. Second base, Jose Altuve, 5K. He went yard again last night. That little Mighty Mouse is something special. 5K against Nicky Martinez. Daniel Murphy against Robbie Ray. He hits lefties just fine. Do not worry about that with Murphy. He's 4800 bucks. Brian Dozier, he went yard for us. He double-donged for us. 4700 bucks against Graveman. Like I said with Graveman, uh, maybe I didn't say it, because we're going to be targeting Minnesota. I wanted to clarify real quick with uh, Kendall Graveman. Let me find my Minnesota. Where'd you go? There you are. Uh, lefties are hitting them better than righties, but righties are still hitting over 300 against them, so don't be worried about that one. Uh, Rugio Dorr at 44 is not bad. Uh, t- t- Robbie Cano, like him a lot at 4,200 against Ricky Nolasco. Jose Ramirez is 4100 second base, third base, so eligible we'll against Matt Boyd. I can go some Pedroya against Galsman if you like at 41. Not bad there. Ben Zilberts against Eikhoff is 3,900. Jose Peraza against Tyon is 3900 Nice sneaky second base play. Josh Harrison continues to rake, went yard again on Tuesday. Part of that Pittsburgh stack. He has to be a part of it. Second base, third base eligible. He's only $3,800. Absolutely love Josh Harrison again tonight. The guy is just mashing. For some reason, Milwaukee St. Louis plays Jed Jericho. Is automatic second base, third base. Like I said right handed bats are crushing Anderson this year. Well, not crushing, they're hitting them better than lefties. And Jericho mashes right handed pitching. Cesar Hernandez, 3,600 versus Arietta in play. Uh, Javi Baez had a big game on Tuesday. Just want to throw that out there. I'm not saying you have to play him, just throwing it out there. and hervis Salarte, 3,500 against Sensatella. Starting Castro at 3,400, against Stroman like Castro pretty much every day, especially as they keep that price tag way too low. He's always in play, not a must start, just always in play. Uh, Jed Lowry switch hitting against Santiago at 2,900. It's usually where we end our line at second base, and yes, it is. So Lowry at 2,900 is the lowest we go. He's usually hitting second or third in that lineup. Good part of the stack, always a good part, nice cheap part. Third base Arenado 5K against Weaver. Machado, 4,900 against Pomeranz. Chris Bryant's day to day. Didn't see what happened to him. Uh, 4,800. He went yard on Tuesday, so make sure he's in the lineup. Miguel Sinod, love him again on Wednesday. Still 4,200 bucks, way cheap against Graveman. God, I love that guy. Jake Lamb versus a lefties, not ideal. He finally went yard over the weekend, that 481 foot bomb, but overall does not hit lefties very well. Um, Todd Frazier, four grand against Carnes. Like I said, righties hit Carnes better than lefties, so keep that in mind. Longo's been day to day, but if he's in the lineup against the lefty Connolly's he's only four K. We know how Longo likes to hit lefties. Kyle Seager against Nolasco. Seager starting to hit the ball, guys. Starting to hit it, thirty nine hundred. Uh, take advantage of that way you can. If Milwaukee St. Louis plays, Shaw's thirty eight hundred against Wayno. Justin Turner against the righties marge is thirty eight hundred. That's definitely in play. Okay, I said don't chase him yesterday, but he's facing Ray tonight and I said right-handed pitchers hit Ray better. Or right-handed batters hit Ray better. Anthony Rendon's 3800 bucks, I can kind of support it tonight. I still think he's not as good. Well, he's obviously not as good as he was on Sunday. He's a good ball player, but you can't expect this out of him all the time. But it's a good good place for him tonight. Can't can't fault you there. But Moustakis is 3,700 against Pelfrey, and that's outstanding. Moustakis, he likes him some Pelfrey. He's gone deep on him twice in his career. Mentioned Jericho already. Trevor Plouffe against the left, he's always in place. Against Santiago, 3,600. Joey Gallo went deep on Tuesday, 36. Ryan Shipp's starting to hit the ball harder and harder. He's 3,600, went deep on Tuesday, and he's facing Sensatella tonight. Chase Headley against Stroman's thirty five. Eduardo Nunez versus the lefty Urias is 35. I already mentioned Ryan Healy. Got that play going. Martin Prado, like I said, he hits lefties pretty well for the Marlins. He's $3,100. Marwin Gonzalez double dawned, including a grand slam on Tuesday. He's third base outfield eligible. He's $3,000 against Nick Martinez. That is a nice, nice, nice cheap price tag if you're a stack in Houston, which I like because Nick Martinez's numbers are good to start the year, but we know who Nick Martinez really is. Let's not fool ourselves. But then again, we should have been Andrew Kashner, And what did Andrew Kasner do? Made us look foolish again. But um, three grand for Marwin, that's not a bad price tag at all. Let's head over to the shortstop position where we are led off by the one and only Treya Turner. He's $4,900 against Robbie Ray. I hate paying that price tag for him, but yeah, I don't know. Might be worth it tonight. Correa has $4,800 against Martinez. Lindor, 45 dollars against Boyd. I like that a lot. Gene Segura, $4,200 against the definitely in play. He keeps hitting the ball really, really well. Corey Seager, $4,200 is definitely in play. like that a lot. Elvis Andrews, $3,800. Tim Anderson, $3,700. Addison Russell, 3,400. Hernan Perez, 3,400. If they play, Didi Gregorius, 3,400 is a very solid play. As Drupal Cabrera, the left handed Mets bats are all in play tonight against Cologne. Cabrera, 3,300. Very nice part of that order. Uh, Chris Owens against the lefty Geo. Like Owens a lot tonight at 3,300 bucks. Shortstop outfield eligible. Freddie Galvis at 3,200 in play. George title, where he gets up. There's our man, Tim Beckham, $2,900. Old reliable, $2,900. Christian Royals, $2,900. And a couple more hits on Tuesday night if you want to go there. I love Beckham at $2,900, so it's just unbelievable. All day long, every day, $2,900. Let's over to the outfield, where we're loaded as always. Bryce Harper, $5,400. Mike Trout, $5,300 against Iwakuma. It was a great play. Uh, Mookie Betts, 52, against Gossman. Charlie Blackman, 49, against Weaver. I already mentioned Hanram. Got the Trumbot. McCutcheon, 45, against Rookie Davis is good. like that. Uh, Adam Jones, 4,400. Giancarlo against Snell at 4,300 is a really solid play. Cruz against Alaska at 43 is good. I like Duvall against Tyon at 43. Ian Desmond's back at 43. Michael Brantley's 42. JBJ's 42. Joey Bat's heating up. He's facing Sabathia. He's only 42. Billy Hamilton always under owned. Keeps getting on base. Keeps stealing bases like crazy. He's only 4200 bucks, people. Since you choose 4200 bucks, Jay up. K with the Chris Davis is 4100 bucks. He's over 4K. God damn it, but he's still playable tonight. Definitely playable with Santiago. Kyle Schwaber went ding dong finally. He's 4,100. Gregory Polanco against Rookie Davis is in play at 41 as well. AJ Pollock against the lefty. Really, really nice play at 4,100 bucks. The milkman, 4K. Lorenzo Kane at $3,900 this isn't bad at all. Aaron Judge double dogged again. He's 3,900 bucks. Mentioned Santana already. Rajay Davis against the left, he's always a really nice play. He's thirty eight hundred bucks. See if he's leading off. That'll be a really nice play at thirty eight hundred bucks. Really, really nice play. Get him in there with Lowry and maybe Chris Davis, maybe some ploof or something. Really nice setup there. Max Kepler thirty eight hundred against Graven. I like that a lot. Benintendi thirty eight. Gardner swinging a hot bat. He's thirty eight hundred bucks. Shebler, thirty eight. Some good stuff here in the the high threes. Really good stuff. Upside stuff right here. I like that a lot. Reddick, 3700 bucks. He has hit Martinez really well in his career. He saw him a lot when he was at the A's. Reddick is 7 14, lifetime, two doubles, a triple, and a homer. Mazzara went yard last night. Maybe he's waking up, hopefully. Maybe, kind of. $3,700. NC 3700 versus all, uh, against DeGrom. Yosemite Tomas versus a Lefty. Always in play with the D back stack at $3,700. Alex Gordon, $3,600 against Pelfrey. Aviso Garcia continues to rake. He's 3,600 against Carnes. He has three career hits against Carnes and 11 at bats. All three are home runs. Keep that in mind. Robbie Grossman, 3,600 against Graveman. Very much in play in your Minnesota lineup. Like the Twins tonight, folks. Souza Jr. against Conley, 3,500 bucks. Like that a lot. Delano DeShields leading off for Texas at 35 is in play. If you're not using Morton, Conforto, 3,500. Lock and load. He's 300 more than Bruce. My goodness. DraftKings. I don't get you sometimes. I really don't. Marcelo Zuna, 3,400 against the lefty and Snell is one of the more automatic plays you'll see on the board ever. That is outstanding. Wow. Marcelo Zuna, 3,400 bucks. That stands out like a sore thumb right there. Uh, really good play. Alfair at 33 and That's kind of dicey against Arietta, especially with that weather situation. Keep that in mind. Uh, Craig Gentry against the lefty. Drew Palmer has at 33. Kevin Pilar is on fire. He's only 3300 bucks facing the lefty Sabathia. I love some Pilar tonight. That is a really good play at 3300 bucks. Mentioned Chris Owens already. Uh, he could go some Hunter Renfro with the homer upside at 33. But I think there's better options out there tonight. Uh, more reliable. Mentioned Jay Bruce. Love him at 32. Some really good value in this freaking outfit. I wouldn't go too much lower. I don't think you have to. You can go Osuna at 3K if he's in the Pittsburgh lineup, but against the righty, I don't think he will be. Lonnie Chisenhall at 29. Not sure he'll be in the lineup against the lefty. Aaron Hicks, 2900 bucks for New York. Keep an eye on him. I mention him a lot. He's been playing really well. Um, Jacoby Ellsbury went to the DL with a nerve issue in his elbow. Hicks is slated to get a lot more playing time, folks. He's a switch hitter, steals bases, has power upside. He's only $2,900 tonight. He'll hit towards the top of that order usually. Um, Very much in play. His price tag will probably start going up eventually. But while he's cheap, enjoy him. $2,900. Not the best matchup tonight against Stroman, but we do like the Yankees. If he's hitting at the top of that order, could be a part of a Yankee stack indeed. Tyler Collins, if you're fading Carrasco, he's $2,700 tonight. So he's in play as well. And that should wrap us up with our outfield position. So there you have it. Your, we'll call it 14-game slate because I didn't really break down Milwaukee-St. Louis too much for you. I kind of did. So, 14-and-a-half-game slate. But um, it's an interesting one. There's bats for days. Pitching's a mess. So, like I said, pitching Carrasco at 10-7, DeGrom at 10-4, Pomeranz at 81, Morton at 69, Sensatella at uh, 62. Love them. You can roll the dice on Connolly or Snell if you're feeling frisky. Now, for stacking, Boston versus Gaussman is obvious and outstanding. Boston, 4.73 implied team total. Right-handed bats, crushed Gaussman. Ram Mookie, build around that. Uh, Houston versus Martinez, I love them. Righties and lefties hit them well. Lefties hit them better. 4.66 implied team total. Um, you got your usual suspects, Altuve, Correa. Don't forget the likes of Marlon Gonzalez, who keeps hitting. He does it over and over again. He's always forgotten. You know, McCann's kind of slow. Beltran's kind of slow. But Reddick, don't forget Reddick. There's a lot of interesting pieces you can use there. Probably one of my favorite stacks because you can kind of deviate from those obvious ones there Minnesota, 4.37 implied team total. Lefties are hitting Grayman very well. Both sides are, but lefties hitting him very well. But I'll be going with my Dozier. Sano Kepler like usual, then I'll uh, add some Grossman to it and maybe some Castro. Love the Twins yet again, but definitely Shebler, or, uh, Kepler Sano Dozier, no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, Pittsburgh versus Rookie Davis, love that one. Four point two nine implied team total. Lefties and righties are matching, them. lefties especially. Josh Bell's in play. Gregory Polanco is a great play tonight. Really, really good play. McCutcheon and Harrison. If you want to like a Harrison, Bell, McCutcheon, Polanco, one through four, I love that right there. Love that a lot. Uh, Yankees versus Stroman is very much in play. 4.28 implied team total. Uh, don't mind that at all. You know, Judge, Headley, Holiday. Hicks is a sneaky little play. Gardner's hitting the ball well. Castro, they're all hitting pretty well. DeeDee, Uh, Obviously, you want a piece of Judge, but he's getting more and more popular. But you got to have a piece of him, but build around that. Kansas City versus Pelfrey is very nice. Four point two six implied team total. Both sides of the plate are hitting him well. Build around Mustakis and you know Hosmer, Salvi, the likes there. Uh, Toronto is heating up facing Sabathia, who struggled his last time out. Righties are hitting him very well. Got a 4-2-2 implied team total. Joey Bats, Kevin Pilar, like those two, especially. Kendris Morales is a switch hitter. Uh, you can build a little mini stack there. If you just want to go Pilar, Bautista, or Pilar, Bautista, Morales, no problems there at all. Or just go Pilar by himself and Bautista by himself. I don't care. But not bad plays there. Really, really like the Mets versus Cologne. 4.1 implied team total. Lefties are mashing Cologne. Conforto, Bruce for sure. Cabrera as well. Don't mind Neil Walker. Definitely get your Mets exposure as the norm, and then you can get weird. Arizona versus Geo, uh, three point eight five implied team total. Right-handed bats hit Geo very, very well. So you got you know Pollock, Owings, Tomas, um, Goldie. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, and then the White Sox versus Carnes. White Sox three seven four implied team total. Right-handed bats hit him very, very well. So you got Abreu, Frazier, Avisel. You know, Melky's a switch hitter, so he'll be from the left side. But Anderson, a lot of good options there. Even if you just want to go Frazier, Abreu, Avisel, that's fine. Tons of options there, and they'll be solo owned because right now everybody's on the, oh, they hit left-handed pitching track. They're not on the right-handed pitching track. They're not thinking of these things. So this is your opportunity to strike while the iron's hot. So things to think about and um, – you're gonna to have to get creative on this slate because hitting should be all over the board again, just like last night. And pitching, you're gonna have to gonna have to hit it, and it's tough. It's very tough tonight. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. So check the weather, and make sure uh, your guys are playing and you got the right conditions, the favorable conditions. But uh, good luck tonight. Let's let's win some money. Let's have another fun night like last night. Uh, check out the latest around the bases with Bubba and Mo, episode ten. It's out on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spreaker. Um, Follow us at Around Bases Pod. Check us out. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, check us out at TheSportsDegens, the Sports Francesco's got the UEFA Champions League preview. It's like a 10 minute pod, and he just released the Europa semifinal preview. Check those out. Uh, we got some NFL draft recaps coming out. I got a Kentucky Derby benched with Bubba recording tomorrow night. That'll be coming out for you to get ready for the weekend. Lots coming on. But more importantly, let's make some money. Good luck tonight. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, May 3rd edition.
0: Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance